Chapter 6 From their encampment in eastern Virginia, Andrew led twenty of his men along a winding stream. The captain ordered this patrol more to raise the morale of his troopers than military necessity. It was also a relief from the boredom of everyday camp life. Sergeant Gormley walked a few yards in front with the men spread out at similar intervals. Reaching a wide spot in the brook, the top kick signaled for a break. Troopers fanned out in every direction as a precaution against attack. Andrew joined his subordinate, who was sitting on a large flat rock. A bit of a biscuit, sir? asked the sergeant, drawing a tin from his pocket. None for me, thanks. I had my share of hardtack this morning, Andrew replied. Gormley laughed and dipped his hardtack in the swift running water. If you soak it a bit and drown these wee crawling critters, it ain't half bad, joked the top kick. Corporal Duffy waved from the opposite hill to attract their attention. A couple of sweet-looking gobblers over there, Duffy remarked, pointing to a fenced-in area connected to a barn that was itself attached to a smaller shed. They are lovely, Gormley quipped. A shame to see them fenced in like bloody convicts, said the trooper. It is that, the top kick agreed. Would you be against releasing the prisoners? Duffy inquired, lighting his pipe. Not at all, lad. I'm for rescuing the poor devils, Gormley responded. The corporal waved to Private Henry Cook, who immediately ambled over. We'll be taking those gobblers into custody, Duffy declared. The private turned instantly to the direction of the barn. He nudged two other troopers on the way, and they spread out along the fence line. Henry jumped the barrier, but the turkeys scattered. He dived at one and it scooted away. Andrew crept to the hilltop to watch the operation. Wouldn't you know the blighters just ain't willing to be set loose, mused the sergeant. There's not much choosing to do. It's our pot or the Johnnies, Andrew commented. By now the birds jumped to the roof of the shed with Henry grasping at their feet. The gobblers leaped to the steeply pitched barn with the private in pursuit. They moved to the ridge pole, but Henry had difficulty negotiating the steep metal covering. Every time he moved close, he slipped back. As the struggle continued, a large band of Confederate soldiers moved in to investigate. They deployed on the opposite hill overlooking the farm. One of the Rebs took careful aim with his rifle and put a bullet close to Henry's feet. Let go of those birds, Yank, or I'll fill those red britches full of lead, shouted the Johnny. Might just give you Rebs a bird if you ask real nice, answered the Union private. A brisk volley of mini-balls struck the roof close to the Yankee trooper, causing him to lose his balance. He fell to the shed when another burst of fire knocked him to the ground. Private Henry fled for his life, running madly back to the tree line. Andrew's full detail of soldiers assembled at his position. We'll not be feasting on Gobbler today, the captain announced. We could always fight for them, Corporal Duffy declared. A heavy volley of musket fire crashed into the surrounding branches, nipping off twigs. Our lads want to scrap over the birds, but I'm thinking the Johnnies have us outflanked and outmanned, Gormley observed. Another fusillade of shots crashed into their position from the other side. Too much lead coming from that hill. Looks like we'll be eating hardtack again, Andrew reflected. Give those butternuts a volley so we can back off this hill, the top sergeant shouted. The troopers responded with a fusillade into the Confederate position. The rebel line opened with smoke as miniballs whizzed through the underbrush. Andrew's unit began its retreat, firing fast as they moved to the next hill. The rebel yell screeched across the field as they watched the Union troopers withdraw. A long line of gray-clad soldiers moved out of the woods to fire another barrage. 
Quick time, me buckos. Show them blackguards the back of your lovely red britches. Sergeant Gormley bellowed as they moved out of range. No one needed to urge the men any further, thought the top kick. They're happy to return safe to their lines this day.